Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Blush Podcast. It's your co-host, Keys Lachey, and I'm joined by our lovely co-host, Sarah. We have three special guests, Prince Pepra, Kia Ward, and Amber Montalvo. In this episode, we will be talking about natural hair. And, you know, I just feel like it's an important topic that's not talked about enough. So I will open the floor to our guests to kind of tell us about themselves and their natural hair journey. Um, so hello everyone, my name is Kia Ward and I'm currently a senior at FIT, I major in textile and surface design and that's how I met Keys through FIT and also Prince. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so as far as my natural hair, I guess, journey, um, it really started towards the end of high school and my mom came into my room one day and she was like, Kia, we're going natural. And I said, great, what's that? Like, what's going natural? But I'm excited, something new, something different. And long story short, my mom like really researched a lot of YouTubers and that's really what inspired her to do her big chop. So she told me, we're doing a big chop. I said, okay. I didn't know what a big chop was. Come to find out, it was basically cutting off my relaxed straight ends and all my new growth was at least maybe like two or three inches so it was it was enough and um so I was able to my mom just cut just cut and then I had like a cute little afro and that's where the confidence level went down um because now I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like who is this girl how do I feel beautiful in these curls for years having bone straight hair um, and of course, knowing that my new growth is coming from my actual scalp with no chemical, because a relaxer is a chemical that makes your curly hair in a way um, straight. Um, and so I think, especially within the Black community growing up, when we always would get relaxers every two weeks at the beauty supply, not beauty supply, sorry, the beauty salon store. And um, always going there, always going into the shop, sitting for hours, getting our scalps burned out, getting scabs going through that whole process and realizing that that wasn't going to that wasn't going to be my life anymore and that now i had to figure out how in the world was i getting my new growth and my new curls in a way um to really pop in a way or me to feel beautiful and so that was a lot of like self-discovery um and i wasn't confident at all in my curls in high school um ever since i was like i'd say 15 16 years old since i did the big chop um, but gradually, I think I just started becoming more confident in my curls, seeing my other peers, um, especially Keys and other um, Black women and Black men on campus, especially at F only, honestly, only at FIT, um, who embraced their curls and embraced their culture and said, you know, twist out all types of different hair techniques that I did not know about that. Sorry, y'all. My mom's bringing me product. Yes, um but yes i'm so sorry <laughs> i will explain my my products too though um but long story short um definitely that like being a part of fit and seeing the black community um really embrace who they are and embrace their hair and all different types of hair type all different types of hair types and different hairstyles um that everyone really embraced themselves with on campus really allowed me to be like oh my god keys how do you get that volume i want to know like how do you how is your hair not shrinking because as soon as i put water on my hand i step outside it goes from shoulder length 
to like ear lanes. And I'm just like, please, I need your help. So I think just to be able to talk to other black students on campus about their hair, and then I feel like I can relate to them and we can discuss hair products and we can discuss things that work and don't work. Um, I think that's important. So like the sense of community on campus and to be able to have someone to talk to that has a similar hair type or that's tried a product that they're like, you got to try this one. Um, so long story short, that's about my journey. Um, so I've been natural for like five years already. Um, learning something new every day about my curls, learning to have patience, learning that tomorrow my hair is not going to be down my back, but learning to love the process learning to be patient with this whole trial and error with the products because you do spend a lot of money on products just trying and it doesn't always work and then you're stuck with these products and you're like it doesn't work for me it doesn't work for my mom so who is it gonna work for um but then that's when you start reaching back out into your community like keys i got this product try this amber try this you know sarah try this um but i think that's what it's all about really just community um and coming together especially with our natural hair that is beautiful i loved having those conversations with you kia they were definitely beneficial to the both of us um i guess prince or amber do you want to kind of talk about your journey and how you became confident Yeah. Oh, it's always happens. <laughs> now you can go. You can go. Ladies first. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um. Hello. Thank you for inviting me to this conversation. Um. Already, I just learned a lot. So thank you. Um. I go by Amber Paris. Um. I'm. I just graduated from Trinity College. Um. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, but I'm currently residing in Pisa, Italy. And oh my gosh. I, I don't need like this journey is like all over the place. Like I wish I had like a story that was like very, you know, put together, but it's not. And my hair was relaxed when I was in the fifth grade. And I remember begging my mom to relax my hair. She can probably hear me right now. I'm laughing because she remembers that day too. I, I relaxed it specifically for my fifth grade graduation because I, my mom had my hair natural, but we would occasionally straighten it. And I knew that the humidity wouldn't let my hair stay straight for long. So I was like, all right, this is it. Like, we're going to go for a relaxer. And I remember my mom telling me, you know, your curls are going to be gone now. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I really hated my hair so much at that point because I got bullied in school for having my hair out. Because my mom didn't really use product in my hair. She would probably put like some cream and then send me to school. So it would really get big which is like very appreciated now, but when you're back in those, you know, in school, especially kids are mean. <laughs> so I really didn't like my hair being out. So, you know, I really liked, loved the relaxer for the beginning when it was cool, but then my hair really, of course, like saw the consequence of it because I didn't keep up with it. There was a way to have healthy, relaxed hair, but I didn't, I wasn't doing that, right? So I actually started wearing my hair curly in the in high school. So I make a difference between the stage of wearing my hair curly and going natural. So I was wearing my hair curly in my junior year of high school, but I was still straightening it every other week. Um, wearing my hair curly meant this week my hairdresser couldn't fit me in, or this week I didn't feel like straightening my hair, so I'm just going to wear it curly. But I hadn't really gone through the natural hair journey. Because the natural hair journey for me is a complete life transformation 
And it really influences the way you see yourself, the way you start thinking critically about your relationships, the way you just feel different. So that hadn't happened yet. By junior of high school, I was just wearing my hair curly. But I was still very happy. I string my hair every couple of days, wearing my hair curly, and I was happy with that. Like I had a great self-esteem that you know you could have at that age. But to make the story short and concise, I'll say this. When I started college, my culture shock, identity crisis, depression, and low self-esteem all equated to my very poor relationship with my hair. So that means how I took care of it, how I thought of it. I went from wearing my hair curly every couple of weeks to completely rejecting my curls. And I wore my hair straight and wore my hair straight, strained it in between washes. Like it, I completely damaged my hair by my um, college, um, freshman year of college. At the same time, I was battling a bunch of life issues. So in hindsight, the ups and downs of my life was directly correlated with the ups and downs of my hair. And by my second semester of my sophomore year, when I noticed the damage I sat back and looked at all the damage I had done, not just to my hair, but to myself, the decisions I was making, I braided my hair up, was like, this is it, we're gonna throw away the flat iron. And from there, from that semester, I not only started changing my life, but I, that's when I entered my natural hair journey. I hope that makes sense. And that's when the confidence started. <laughs> it wasn't smooth sailing after that, of course, but that's really where the journey started. 2017, so we said no more straightened hair and my life and my hair kind of went on this amazing journey of like blossoming. That's great. I'm glad that you were able to kind of like figure out what it was that was, you know, causing you to feel this way and you immediately like made the change and you put your happiness first, which is crucial, but not easy. Exactly. Prince, you're next. (laughs) (laughs) You're okay. So um, natural hair, it's a, it's a very fun topic. I first got into it when I actually met my friend in college. Um, shout outs to Keys, Alice, Kenny from Kentucky, you know, the gang, um, Black Power, you feel me? Um, honestly, I always say this, I surround myself around excellence, only excellence. So I was around people who generally had great interest in their hair and not just them at the time we were still like we were hanging out with like Jeanet we were hanging out with yo Jeanet and her fro those bantu knots come on those bantu knots talk about those partings um Evelyn she never played with her hair her hair was always done even slavery um Serena when she I remember she went from transitioning she cut off her hair she had her big chop I think I would have came to um FIT with her big chop so like everything happened everything happened and I was just around like just so much like self-esteem just like just so much like pride just being just having so much hair and growing up in a household like i'm from ghana i'm like my parents are from ghana very african just men don't have long hair that's just not a thing we do so it's very different and then it started my brother had long um was the first one to grow out his hair in his household regardless of my sister because my sister's had long hair for her entire life obviously but my brother was the first one to grow out his hair he had locks and he was and excuse my friend, she was just like completely just shitting on. Like they, my mom did not have a good reaction, not a good relationship with that. Because to her, she's very indifferent with long hair. And then I remember when I was growing out my hair at the time, she was still completely indifferent because she was like, you know, men shouldn't have long hair. Only to 
finally living at home and going through my second year being natural because I went through my first year being natural like living at the dorms so shout out to them because like twist outs saved my life I was doing twist outs when I swear to god when my hair was like an inch so any guy that says they can't they say they can't do a twist out is start it's literally you can do it as as long as you can braid your hair you can do it I promise you so twist outs was doing them since my hair was an inch tall um inch long um Second year, I lived at home because I wasn't living at the dorm. So my mom saw me take care of my hair, and she had so much appreciation for my hair. I never actually heard her compliment my hair. Like when she would talk to her friends, she'd be like, "No, Prince has such beautiful curly hair." Never heard her say that about my hair in my life. So I think it was. I think it was. On, honestly, I feel you guys. I feel like it was life changing. Just something that I didn't know I was capable of doing. Because also the ignorance that come in play. I, you know, I'm from an African household. I'm African bloodline, so I didn't think my hair could actually curl just to come out that I have 4B hair and not the typical African 4C hair. Although I wish I had 4C hair, but still, I think I think it's dope. Like I'm in. I've been. This is. I'm entering what my third year. Honestly, it's a process. You don't ever know when it stops. Like. I'm doing this all over. No one knows, but I literally did a big chop. It's a surprise. So we about to see what it looks like whenever I feel like showing it. But like, it's always, it's, it's a, it's a game. It's a game and you just see where it takes you. We about to have the braids hanging low when I'm 23. You feel me? So like, well, I'll give you an update then in like maybe a year or two. <laughs> you're hilarious. <laughs> braids hanging long when you're 23. <laughs> <laughs> That's the vibe. So um, I guess then what has been the response? Like, how has it been now that you're confident, but you're still getting people, you know, being observers of your curls? How's it been going to school? How's it been at work? Do you ever feel like when you're going to an interview, you shouldn't wear your hair a certain way? How has it been that now you're confident, but there's still other people that are indifferent to it? Um, and I don't mean to cut anyone else off that was trying to go first, but... um. I guess um, the way I feel, like, I still feel like, I low-key used to feel that way when I used to go to interviews, especially when my hair was a bit shorter. I felt like I had to do, like, some type of twist out, or if I was going in there with my twist, it had to be, like, freshly done. You feel me? Like, there was no such thing as going in there with, like, third or four-day hair with still twist in my head. The twist has to come out, and it had to be really defined. But, like, now it's, like, that's my hair. Like, you can't even tell the difference if it's done or if it's not done. And regardless if it's not done, I promise you it still looks good. Like it's my hair. And it like, it really just boosted up my self-esteem a lot. Cause it's like, you know, like that's really just my head of hair. Like, what are you going to do? Like I go to sleep with it. I take care of it. I wash it. I acquire products to take care of it. You're not doing any of that for me. you like, you don't think about it. You don't know these stress. It. Like, and like, we are like, everyone tells you like your hair looks good, this, that, and the third. But like, we all know, cause we be looking at each other, especially us people of color. We're like, oh, your hair looks good. And it's like, it's stressful. Cause it's like, damn, what you use? Cause it's like, your hair looks good so and then like sometimes it just don't be working you be up yo you did it last night you be up doing twists until like three in the morning and then you gotta it's, sometimes it's not even dry when you wake up you gotta hit the blow dryer it's work you be late to your first period of class and then your professor still gotta has the audacity to ask you why you late like compliment my hair first you feel me like that's why i'm late but like it's a lot it's a lot but it made me it definitely as you can hear it definitely boosted up my self-esteem because it's like you know it's my head of hair like I'm going to take care of it. Like, I love it. I am literally in my house rolling because of the facts you just spilled <laughs> up till 3 a.m. Like, there, there is no putting a hat on when it's under. No, no, no. If it's not done, we're not going to sleep. Like, that's how real it is. Whether you're talking about a twist out or I'm braiding my hair up. And I learned that from my mom. 
because she was the first person I saw her doing twist outs and I was always coming in the bathroom and I'm like this is like that third hour she was still at it but something you said was so fascinating to me and it made me think about you were saying nobody knows what I go through except other people the other naturals right that is why I'm making my business now or when I rather when I was on campus it's easier to do this I'm making my business to compliment my friends or like peers who are necessarily my friends when their hair is not perfect, when their edges are not slayed and they aren't put together. I compliment them because I don't want them to think that their value is only, they're only valuable when their hair is put together. So I won't say, oh, I look good today. Cause I'm like, nah, I don't. But I'll say, you look really good today. You know what I mean? So, and I noticed, I started doing that because I liked how it felt when someone did that to me. And I was like, I thought I looked ugly because my fro wasn't cute, but you know, so it was just like this, like your encouragement that, you know, even when you aren't doing what you think is your best, you still look great. But something else I wanted to add to your question is about um, people, observers basically, and like feeling like uh, you couldn't go to an interview. I had never felt that I couldn't go to an interview with my hair like this or with my hair down or with my hair out. And a year ago, it was my realization that we are not in the natural community, not all equal, and that there are people who are going to choose which naturals they accept and which naturals they don't accept. And as somebody who has like this 3C hair type, it was easier for me to go to my interview with my curls and they say, oh, we have, you know, diversity, because I was their idea of diversity that they could tolerate whether that be in the interview, whether that be in the friend group. But then I'm like, but my friend who has a tighter hair texture, a darker skin, you had a problem with her. You had a problem with my friend who had locks. You had a problem with me when I had braids, but you like the 3C hair. When I recognized that trend in my own life and then saw it in the YouTube videos I was watching and more people voicing that out, I was like, there's a divide that's happening in our community. And as somebody who's benefiting from that, being in that, you know, passing range of like, you know, your hair's cool. I had recognized, okay, I have, I have the responsibility of saying something when something's not right, not accepting compliments, right? And not compliments that aren't really compliments are like, you know, shady things, you know, and, and letting my other sisters who have tighter hair, tighter curls know I'm no better than you. You can go to this. You can go to this party with your hair in the afro. You don't need to straighten your hair. Your braids are worthy of wearing it with that elegant dress. You know. So, in my personal life, making changes and also recognizing the ways in which people were treating me different from my other natural, my natural friends. That's really interesting. Like, I guess I never thought about how different hair textures within the natural community are like seen by each other. And I wanted to like quote from this Huffington Post and they were talking about the natural hair movement. And I wanted to like get you guys' opinion on this. So I'm going to read this real fast. So it says, when the natural hair movement swept America a decade ago, it was supposed to encourage black women to love, to love their hair in its natural state with the help of products and regimens specific to and best for black hair. But by glamorizing looser curls and prioritizing techniques and products to create defined curls, the movement focuses less on loving textured hair and more on manipulating those kinks into curls. 
So what do you guys think about this natural hair movement? Like, is it doing better for you guys or has it made you kind of question um, what type of texture, like make you more insecure about your texture, regardless of, you know, whether it's natural? Kia, do you want to talk? Mm -hmm. I haven't talked since the beginning. It's up to you. Someone else can take the question. That's fine. I saw Prince raise his hand. Prince, you could go. I'll go after you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really felt that question. I was like, that's a fact. Because, like, I don't know. Like, coming from the fact that, like, I have to appreciate the fact that, like, all right. Again, in this household, because um, my brother had locks at a very young age. Like, literally when his hair was, like, two to three inches, there was no really remembering what his curl type, um, curl type was. I usually just talk about it with my sister. So, like, I talk about my – me and my sister, we talk about her hair all the time. And I was like, I literally have – like, if I had – if you had my hair growing up, you would never have been going through the stress because the way they used to go through it – because she has literally 4C curls, 4C hair. Like, maybe, like, a little 4B curls in the front, but literally 4C hair – Mind you, my hair, we have the same texture. My curls are 4B, so it's literally looser. It's a bit looser. It's And my hair is a bit softer in the front. So we have literally completely different types of hair. But then it's, like, even so falling to, like, society norms. Like, yeah, I was going natural, but was I really? Like, I wasn't listening to my hair. I was just doing whatever I felt, like, needed to look good. So, like, as yeah, if anyone see me on campus, there was always some type of twist in my head. And the twisting in my head didn't last for more than a week because my afro was out and my afro was out for two days and then it was some back to twist. And honestly, I was just doing my hair too much. That's also part of the reason why I cut it all off because it's like I literally like broke off the majority of my hair in the front because like you need to listen to your hair. Like my hair is two different textures and my hair is completely softer in the front than it is in the pack. And so like it's just it was just a lot. It's just a lot to learn. So then I feel like this is now I feel like I'm actually going natural. Like, I feel like I wasn't really doing it for me. I was just doing it for the look, I guess. Because, like, why was I stressing those twist outs? My hair couldn't take all of that. Like, I wasn't listening. My hair, I would, and I would always make comments. I feel like I feel like I do my hair too much. Or I feel like I do my hair too often, but it still looks good. No, it's not even worth it. Because what's the point of having, look, what's the point of having good hair if it is, it's not even healthy? Like, you know, you can't half-ass things. You, you got to do it right. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Prince. And just to like piggyback off of what you were saying when it comes to um, definitely knowing your hair, I have three different types of hair textures. And I know this because my mom told me. And it's not because I knew this, it was because my mom did the research. Like she looked on YouTube, she did the extensive research on looking at my hair and knowing that I have looser curls in the front, which are like 3B. And then in the middle, it's tight. It's, it's like 4A, 4B really tight and then in the back it's kind of like a mixture of both so it's kind of like that 3c um so i think it's really important to know that you do have you may have um different hair types but also how to work with it like it really depends on what products you have not all of your products are going to work the same for my basically my 4a hair in the middle then it would work on my 3b because the products that the heavy, I love heavy products, especially for my 4A type of hair. I need that thick cream. Don't give me no loose gel. Don't give me no, I know, don't give me no loose gel. I don't want no liquid. I don't want none. I don't want to spray. I need a heavy cream. That goes right in this 4C. 
then for the the three B and the three C is something loose. Yeah, I can use a spray or something on that. But am I no? I'm putting the cream right on that too. Because listen, one product is gonna work. But I'm just saying for certain people, you may need different products for different hair types. Um, so then also that comes into play of what product is it? Because a lot of times I am like, oh my God, I've tried 10 different products, 10 different brands. And I still haven't found that product that works for my hair type. And that's not something that's told to us. Um, maybe it is, but it wasn't told to me. I grew up with a relaxer. My mom grew up with a relaxer. My grandma grew up with a relaxer. There was never a, you're my mother's natural, natural hair. My grandma has natural hair. So we have to now kind of redefine what natural hair even means and what products is there to use, what's out there for us. This is what we have to do. I think even in our generation right now, we have to figure out what products work for us because that wasn't taught to us. That wasn't something that we've known for years. This is like new. So now it's like, we all got to play around. We all got to talk. We all got to say, okay, try this product. No, don't work. Okay, try this one. You really have to be willing to try new products and take risks and do that whole like trial and ever. But I think in the same sense, that has to do a lot with, I think, um, when it comes to the industry, I think that has a lot to do, like by industry, I mean like, for instance, if you're on a magazine cover, you're a model, let's say, um, and you're black and you have, let's say for, for a hair, does that stylist, does that hairstylist know how to do your hair? And I think like when I hear Huffington Post, I automatically think like the celebrity, like, like the magazines, the um, maybe Harper's Bazaar or like all of these, the Vogue, all of these magazines where like they, Huffington Post talks about these magazines and they talk about these models. And it's like, well, how many hairstylists can do black women's hair? Because then that has to do with your curls. Can they do your curls? Because can they do your hair type? That It's a lot that goes into it. And I think, um, I know even I have a lot of friends at FIT who are models and they go on set and they're like, yeah, the hairstylist doesn't know how to do my hair. What do you do when you have a certain hair type and they don't know how to do your hair type? Or they don't know what natural a black girl's natural hair is or they don't have products on hand and they're ready to wash your hair but you're like listen my hair's already been washed and they're ready to like do their own thing and it's like that's not that's just not gonna work you know so i think there's there's so much like princess there's so much that goes into it when it comes to like our natural hair and our natural curls and what products works and what's the difference between like kinky hair and like curly hair there's just always gonna be a lot of different definitions and different hair types. But I think the biggest thing for me is definitely speaking up about it and letting people know if I'm on a if I'm on a set and someone's ready to touch my hair, I have to make sure you know how to do it. I think we have to start speaking up and we have to be like, okay, listen, it's washed, it's blown out. Let me, I brought my own product. You may have to start bringing your own products. Listen, do it before you come, but sometimes that's not accepted. They have their own vision. And then what do you do? So I guess there's like a lot of different um, scenarios that goes into just like one person's hair type because there's so many different hair types on one person's head of hair. Yeah, I just want to quickly say something because obviously the episode's not about me. It's about you guys, but kind of that, you know, realizing that the people that you're seeing on YouTube or the people that you're seeing in the magazines with the natural hair is not necessarily the hair that you have on your head. And like, 
when I first started my journey in high school, I was doing strictly twist outs because I loved the curl pattern. And I still wasn't liking the way that if I just washed my hair, it was shriveling up. It was not curling. It was just kinking. And so it was strictly twist outs. Everyone believed that like my twist out texture was my regular hair texture. Fast forward to now, I'm sitting here with my fro, like exactly how it is. It's shriveled real nice and I like it and I'm accepting it. And I feel like, you know, you don't even realize that you're, yes, you're natural, but are you still really accepting your hair? And I was literally walking down the street like a week ago with my hair and the fro that it is right now. And I was like, wow, this was two years ago. I would not have walked out the house like this. Like, what the heck? I would have been like, my hair is not done. It's not curly or whatever these curls that I was seeking were. And so it's definitely a process. It's not a one, two, three thing. No, yeah, definitely not. And I noticed too, when your hair is out, you get maybe more compliments than if it's in like, let's say two braids or if it's pulled back. A lot of people look and they're like, oh, wow, is that a, what did you do differently? Even in class, it's like, if you, get, if you have braids or if your hair is out or let's say it's a different color, it's like, oh my God, a showstopper. Like, oh my God, what happened and what'd you do differently? And sometimes I think it depends on the situation, but sometimes we don't always want to be like, oh, I just you know, to explain like, oh, I just got it braided or, oh, I just plucked it out. You know, like I, I think sometimes it's so hard on us, especially as black men and black women to always have to be ready to answer when someone that's not black is like, oh, well, how did you do this? Or how do you wash your hair and braids? And all these questions and all these concerns where yes, we should educate, but also at the same time, it's like, you really got to be prepared to answer these questions where it's like, I'm just being me. This is just my hair. It's just a different style. It's just a new day, you know? But to some people, it's like a showstopper. And it's like, it stops you in your tracks and it makes you have to sit back and think like, okay, let me answer. How am I going to word it, you know? And I think sometimes that could be a lot on us. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love hearing um, you guys decide about that. And I think we're almost running out of time because I know we have to go at 145, but I really want to know this. Um, so a really close friend of mine, I remember I would always go to her hair appointments with her and she was black. So she had, you know, black hair and she always got it relaxed. Like ever since we were in middle school, she's always gotten it relaxed. And I hear you guys talking about that. Um, how do you guys like see like relaxing hair and like straightening it? Like, is there a stereotype for like certain, you know, black individuals that when they relax their hair, you see them in a specific light? I hate to use the word like whitewashed, but you know, how do, how do you guys like view relaxing hair and straightening it or to make it look more Eurocentric? I think that's a great question because a lot of us are recognizing this shift in kind of like social policing, right? And with the girls who I, or excuse me, the, the ladies who I um, mentor one-on-one -on -one when they come to me with like guidance for like, how do I start this journey or just questions in XYZ, they always ask me that. They're like, I wanna straighten my hair this weekend, Amber, don't be mad at me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> my rule of thumb for specifically for what just my life and then also how I run the the brand is I'm not against straightening your hair like the beautiful thing about our hair is that it can do anything it can do anything and it can bounce back if you take care of it I'm not against straightening your hair but I am against doing anything that will damage your hair health and I think specifically relaxing 
just like, and maybe I don't know enough about relaxing now, but when I was doing it, it's like, it's really breaking down your follicles and it, and it was burning our scalp. I don't remember anything positive about having my hair strained except for when I was done. Now, there are some people on YouTube who I um, saw have, I didn't really watch the video, but I saw like some of the title saying how to have healthy, relaxed hair. So it definitely is possible. But personally, I think if you want to have your hair straightened and then just get a nice um, silk press, do some, you know, stretch your hair out. I just think it's safer, it's healthier, and you're not giving up your curls, you know what I mean? And because of the history of like just the beauty industry, it's hard for me to believe that someone who wants to relax their hair isn't being influenced in a negative way by the Euro centric beauty standards versus somebody who wants to have their hair straightened for a weekend it's like sometimes you do just want to you don't want to deal with it sometimes you want to check your lens sometimes you want something new right so i feel like the motivation for why you want your hair straight is really important why for this weekend do you want to straighten your hair as long as you're honest with yourself about that question then from there on you'll know what to do i hope that that made any sense um, Amber, really quickly, can you just tell our listeners about your brand? You've mentioned it, but like a little bit more with what you do and what it is. So Lovey Natural is a lifestyle brand um, who is dedicated to mobilizing the pre-existing work and amplifying that of the collective who are still fighting to create a world where black hair is not discriminated against. Um, we believe that all types of natural hair must be valued everywhere and on all types of black bodies. So we basically use the natural hair journey as an accessory to help our community discover, accept, and cherish their external and internal beauty as it comes naturally. Our services help folks build confidence with their natural hair as well as skin and body and to ultimately um, create a stronger confidence in their full selves. Um, this semester, we launched the very first Love Me Natural Campus Ambassador Program. The first cohort is located at Trinity College in Hartford, Connecticut. Um, we selected six beautiful individuals um, who basically demonstrated um, radical self-love, confidence, and individuality while wearing their hair, not just natural, but in the different uh, representations of Black hair culture. Um, so we want more Black women to see that in themselves when they wear their hair natural. So we selected these individuals to serve as mentors for the natural hair community at Trinity College and in the Hartford area. Um, they basically serve as mentors who can um, spearhead events on campus and in the community, do one-on-one -on -one mentorship, um, and just them being their authentic selves um, and being dedicated to um, mentoring women will help our community grow and help us feel more confidence being ourselves in spaces where it's difficult to um, to do that as you're growing up in, you know, that tough stage of, you know, the college life while also going through a very difficult process that is the Nadra hair journey. Yeah. That is yeah. amazing. That sounds like something that every campus needs. This needs to be a worldwide. <laughs> so I'm really glad that you started something like that. Um, we are kind of concluding, but before we end, we kept talking about products, this product, that. Can everyone give just one holy grail product that they 
people need to try their favorite product that's been doing them justice. <laughs> Who wants to go? I mean, I can tell you mine. Mine is the Eden Body Works. It's a leave-in conditioner, but some reason it just does so well with my twist out. <laughs> yes, I have that case. You have it? <laughs> I have it. I have the Eden, but also the Cream of Nature Pure Honey Moisture Whip Twisting Cream. This is all I use. This is all I use. And also the Shea Moisture 100% Virgin Coconut Oil Rehydration Treatment Mask. All I use. And get you a nice dimming brush. That's what you, this is what I live by. Because woof, the detangler process, child. Prince, I want to hear about you. I want to hear about like the natural hair for men products. Nah, I was that week. I was like, yo, talk shit. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing for my fellas out there, because I'm telling you, the only thing I was rocking was twist out. So the only thing you need is the Camila Rose Aloe Whip, um, Aloe Vera Macadamia Oil Butter, um, Butter Whip Butter Gel, whatever this thing is. Okay. I swear to God, that's all you need. There was no reason, no reason why my curls were that defined and that lustrous. I swear to God, it looked like someone was having, like, holding a flashlight on my head, or maybe there was like diamonds. Nothing. It was just, and I'm like, I'm like Kiara, every time, every time Kiara saw my twist up, she'd be like, oh, like, I, I'm not lying. I'm not, li I can't lie. I don't cap like this magic. So I went from using four products in my routine to using one. So if you're somebody who just wants one thing that works well, you want volume, and I realized that 200 products were weighing my hair down. So I love the Cansu Repair Cream. It's super popular. It's like $5 and you don't need a gel. Like, I mean, it depends on your preference because there are some people who are like, I want super, super definition. I don't want any frizz. I like frizz. I like volume. So I just put the repair cream and that's all I need. And it like, and it works for a good like three days. On the fifth, on like the fourth, fifth day, we got a little bit more frizz. So the volume was really, really up there, but it's thick. It's cheap, and it come in a nice big container. Cause then some of them people be charging you fifteen your fifteen dollars, and the container be like the size of my palm. But can't see they got you. Especially if you get the bonus pack with like fifty percent more. There we go. Yes. There's also I just want to mention. There's also now shampoos are doing like a shampoo and conditioner together along with the body wash the like they're putting one. yeah the three in one that is something new but i'm using it <laughs> you better get at it yo you better get at it yeah, um, that's like this purple has an essence one and i'm like oh listen body wash too i don't use it for the body wash but it's just interesting to know that like people really want a one-stop shop you know like they yeah. don't want us to buy separately anymore and it honestly it's when done. it comes to sustainability it makes sense put it all yeah. in one <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think this kind of brings us to the end of our episode. Thank you for your product recommendations. Thank you for sharing your story. This conversation I felt was super important to have because if you've learned anything from this episode, it's natural hair is deeper than what you think it is. It has impacted and influenced so many people. So thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back soon. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate Thank you, you guys. Thank you all. I love it. Take care. Take care. See y'all soon.